Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, two parents addressed the Mount Pleasant Community School Board again Monday evening with concerns about student behaviors at Lincoln Elementary. One of those concerned parents was Aaron Williamson. Williamson is a part of a group of at least nine parents that began addressing the board with their concerns about Lincoln Elementary in November of 2022. Despite reaching out to the board, Williamson reports on behalf of the group that they have not seen any positive changes. Following Williamson, Sarah Donnelly spoke for the third time. Due to the lack of action, Donnelly and her family have discussed what school will look like next year with three children in grade school. She spoke of her experience with her first grader, According to Donnelly, while at Lincoln, her child qualified for summer school aftercare learning and was told at her first conference that her child lacked confidence in reading. After just two months at Harlan, her child is now starting TAG, which stands for Talented and Gifted. After seeing the difference switching schools made in her own child, Donnelly questioned the school district's contemplation of moving to grade-level schools. While the board did not address these public comments directly, they did later discuss the importance of those wishing to see change needing to attend committee's meeting sessions, not just the school board meetings. Details on where to relocate Washington County offices appear back up for debate after a disagreement between county supervisors Tuesday morning. The county has spent around a year preparing American Rescue Plan Act-funded renovation plans for Orchard Hill facilities to host departments currently operating in an increasingly crowded courthouse. In that time, officials have allocated tens of thousands of dollars to a feasibility study and contracting an architect for the project. But an unexpected offer from Federation Bank to sell its former building for $800,000, combined with criticism from the city of Washington and some county staff, threw a wrench in the works. At a regular meeting Tuesday morning, County Supervisor Stan Stoops said he was no longer in favor of proposed relocation efforts to Orchard Hill. Stoops said traffic safety at the intersection of Highway 1 and Lexington Boulevard on the road to the facility in Washington was a top concern. While the county has already sunk noteworthy cost into planning for Orchard Hill option, Stoops said that shouldn't prevent a pivot to other options. While supervisors did not take action on the design proposal for Orchard Hill list on their agenda Tuesday morning, Board Chair Bob Yoder said the group would revisit the matter at next week's regular meeting, and that he also favored more consideration for Federation Bank's offer. The wind change came as a surprise to some board members. However, Supervisor Richard Young said he was not on the same page. Supervisor Marcus Fedler was the, was the county's liaison to contractors for the project at Orchard Hill, which he has been a vocal proponent of. He said he was less enthusiastic about the Federation Bank space, claiming it had a smaller footprint and also that the two buildings may not be mutually exclusive. County supervisors voted unanimously Tuesday morning that they would appoint a replacement to outgoing County Attorney John Gish rather than hold a special election for the position. The vote puts plans in motion to find a replacement to Gish, who will begin a position as Iowa's Assistant Attorney General for Victim Services in late January. County Supervisor Jack Seawood Jr. said officials would start looking for appointees right away. County Auditor Dan Widmer said the public could still require a special election by petition with a deadline of 14 days after an eventual appointment is announced. Still, Gish said he recommended the appointment process, which was how he initially came to serve the county in 2017. As the county awaits applicants for the office, supervisors have named Anthony Janey as the interim. Janey previously served as a county attorney during Gish's deployment to Kuwait in 2020 and was still on county pay records as a casual part-timer for the attorney's office. Starting January 16th, Janey will return to full-time status as the interim county attorney to a longer-term replacement is appointed or elected. 
When an appointment is made, state code says the office of county attorney would come up for re-election again in the next general election, in this case, 2024. The office would then return its four-year term after another election in 2026, placing it back on the midterm election cycle. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, but first obituaries. Cynthia K. Biggs of Fairfield passed away on January 10th at the age of 64. Benner Funeral Home is helping the family with arrangements. Gary Lou Stevens of Batavia passed away on January 9th at the age of 80. Visitation will begin at 2 p.m. January 13th at the Cranston Family Funeral Home. Joseph L. Telgren Jr. of Mount Pleasant passed away on January 8th at the age of 81. Funeral services will be held at 1.30 p.m. January 14th at the Olson Powell Memorial Chapel. Now as obituaries, it is now time for the weather. It's been a gloomy day with cloudy skies and a high of only 33 degrees. Tomorrow, it won't be much warmer, but it will be sunnier with only partly cloudy skies. Temperatures will start to rise this weekend with a high of 43 and mostly cloudy skies on Saturday. On Sunday, it will be 50 with cloudy skies. There is an 80% chance that we start our work week with some rain, and the high will be 53 for Monday. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll have the boys basketball roundup. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank.
Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. A huge win for Mid-Prairie over River River Valley rival Iowa City Regina highlighted a full day of small school basketball games in action. Mid-Prairie won 58-52 against Regina. The Golden Hawks pulled past the Regals in a River Valley South showdown at Extreme Arena in Iowa City. Mid-Prairie trailed 44-43 after three quarters, but the Golden Hawks had plenty left in the tank. Mid-Prairie outscored Regina 15-8 in the final eight minutes. Alex Bean scored 21 points to lead Mid-Prairie to victory. Ace Peck put up 11. Winfield Mount Union won 62-50 against Louisa Muscatine. The Wolves used a 20-point first quarter to run out to an 11-point lead after one quarter, but Louisa Muscatine made it a little interesting, sticking with WMU for the next three quarters. Cam Buffington went for 33 points and 10 rebounds in the home win. Jake Edwards had 12 points and 7 assists. Hillcrest Academy won 67-13 against Highland. Hillcrest Academy scored a resounding win over the rival Huskies in Kelowna. Hillcrest led the game 22-0 after one quarter and 35-2 at, at halftime. Highland scored 11 points in the fourth quarter, but Hillcrest just kept coming. Also a reminder that tonight we'll be live streaming the wrestling match between Washington and Mount Pleasant. That'll be at 6 o'clock. It'll be announced by Clayton and Sean Ellingson. We'll also have, you know, the graphics for the score and everything like that. will be a real broadcast. So you can find that here on Washington Live or Mount Pleasant Live, depending on where you're watching this. That'll be Washington Live's Facebook and YouTube, as well as Spotify after it's all said and done, and then Mount Pleasant Live's Facebook page. If you can't watch it live, that is okay. It'll be up and it will stay up indefinitely. So you can watch it whenever you please. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break. And I'll see you next time.